getting dicey. <laughs> So it's the night of the of um, day nine. Um, the, the word has spread throughout Velaki that uh, the plans are to leave sometime tomorrow. The they're waiting on the final word from you to to lead the to lead the army out. Um, how does everyone want to spend? How do you guys picture spending this this last night before the battle, um, Baron? Well, I've been. Um amassing corpses trying to save them up and uh raising them as skeletons and i think i'm so i'm using the ones that were rained down Mm -hmm. and i was collecting some beforehand but any any others that i need i think i'm just gonna have to dig up the graveyards yeah it takes it takes a bit of persuasion from lucian and uh of of, uh, lucian and milovich but they they are all bought in at this stage. They understand the purpose of this. Um, and uh, they sort of believe that, look, they, they, they've died once. Um, if they can help uh, in their death against this fight against Strahd, then so be it. Yes, I, I want to um, reassure anyone and any family members that their ancestors will actually have a chance to assist them as well in this revenge against Stride. So it's a good thing. And w- once this is all over, we will return them back to their graves if they want to return. The Revenants are just stoked that there'll be more like undead on their side. So they're, they're just happy. They're stoked? What do they happy, look yeah. like? <laughs> just big smiles. Big smiles on their... <laughs> It's nice to see a smiling yeah. revenant standing around, standing around the graveyard fence, watching uh, excitedly as as many of these bodies. Excited now! <laughs> wow, you know the undead have been getting more and more good press in this campaign. You know, it was, there was a lot of bad press, but now we've got a friendly lich, some friendly revenants. It's great. Oh, speaking speaking of the lich. Um, I assume there's been communications with Exophanta throughout this training period just to keep him up to date uh, with when to arrive and and sort of that sort of stuff? Yes, we're going to say that we're going to have... See, just don't tell anyone, Exophanta, but on day 10 is where we're planning on marching in the morning and uh, we're going to have a dinner. Is that correct, American? And uh, he's welcome. Breakfast? Oh, is it going to be Breakfast. Mandatory brunch. Breakfast. <laughs> brunch. <laughs> <laughs> I like brunch. It's a hero's breakfast, isn't it, that we're having? So, so they yeah. get the buff longer? Ah, uh, hero's breakfast. Yeah. Okay. I reckon. He's invited to the champagne breakfast. Um, and he lets you know <laughs> uh, that he'll be there first thing in the morning. Okay. Um, so, That's good of him. Yeah. yeah is he just like, breakfast? Wouldn't miss the most important meal of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he say like Tally from South Park? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I can remember his voice. It's <laughs> definitely yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, it's not going to be like a continental breakfast. It's going to be like a full English. feast. Well, I can't wait for you guys to describe this uh, epic feast to me when it, when it occurs. I'm um, looking forward it to that. It is magnificent. <laughs> um, anything else that is? Baron is, is sort of wrapping up? Has he um, spent some of these days uh, copying across any possible spells from some of these spell books that he's been looking through? 
I mean, I'm studying them, but I don't know if there's any that uh, a lot of the really useful ones are above my level. So um, right, right. And I, I have copied, you know, learned some over the of time of having them. But mm. yes, I'm I'm preparing my spell book and uh, discussing tactics with everybody. Okay, cool. What about Mor- uh, Morley? Let's. How do you spend uh, the night before the big day? Oh, so we'll come back to you. You've, uh, you've been eating your calypso or whatever it was. Uh, the American. American, let's go over to you. Um, American will be tending to the spiders and yeah. um, making sure that they're all on board. Um, the bond also- between them and the Dusk Elves uh, by like the night of the ninth has gotten pretty good at this point. Um they are now free to ride on top of these um, spiders yeah. and for the most part go um, can follow the directions that these these dusk elves can point out. It's not perfect. There's a little bit of, uh, you know, a few more days they probably would have been perfect at this, but they're good. It, it's working out for them. Mm. <clears throat> um, she's sternly stalking among them, uh, assessing them with a... With a um, a steely gaze in her eyes, um, still trying to um, convince herself she's not sending them all to her, their death. Um, I'm also going to conjure a bunch of good berries up to distribute among the armies mm-hmm. um, with instructions to use them if their fellows fall down on the battlefield, mm-hmm. um, but just letting them know it won't. It will only bring them back up and they must retreat uh they won't be able to take any more hits if they it won't heal them greatly mm. so i'm going to use a bunch of spell slots to make a lot of good berries right so is the is it sort of agreed upon that you would rather uh your soldiers not fight to the death but to fight until they need to retreat is that is that accurate um what's our official line on this party because the dusk elves, they they've noticed your concern, and they they've they've told you that uh, the last hundred or so years has led to this point that they're all bought in. This is the moment where they take revenge, and none of the dusk elves are willing to back down. They they so understand your concern, got, but they mm. it, it may not be there might Hail be some Barovian soldiers anyway. that might want to back out. But as far as the dusk elves <laughs> are concerned. They're into this. They're 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 going to push through until they can't okay. push any further. If any of these Barovians oh. run away, I'll fireball them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pass that on. <laughs> but seriously, if they run away, I don't think they're going to get any mercy from Stride anyway. So mm. best not to. All right. Um, um, yeah, I think I'm going to probably cast Goodberry about five times, which will be 50 berries to be distributed amongst the various um, groups. Yeah, you don't that won't get far So because you've, you, you've got like a good uh, like I think it's 120 Barovian soldiers that are going to go out on marching uh, out behind you. You've got your um, 15 odd clerics. You've got uh, yeah. 12 to 15 of your Dusk Elves heading out. So while you've made plenty, um, there it's up to them to try and decide. I think a lot of the dusk yeah. elves are, are holding on to them to make sure that if they fall, we can at least come back for one last attack. Um, yeah. put them in uh, if, if someone 
dropped to dying, revive. Perfect. Pop, pop it in their mouth. <laughs> Next. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Uh, anything else for, from American? Is there, you need to, you're, I think you mentioned that you're um, a little uncertain of your, of what sort of strategy you might need on the battlefield or up against Strad um, in the morning and that there's, there might mm. be some uh, decisions that need to be made on, on what sort of spells you're going to go into the, into the battle with. Mm, I know. <sighs> I don't know what I, st- as a player, I'm like, I don't know what I should do, mm. but um that's okay. We'll figure it out. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll go to Bill. Bill, what is how, what is Bill doing on this, this final day before ah. the battle? What was that? <laughs> what was that noise? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe something <laughs> fell off? <clears throat> Maybe. Um, like a spring. Uh, yeah, sorry. These are noise cancelling, so... I can't actually hear anything. Um, (laughs) So Bill is going around the different groups and just trying to like keep their spirits high, basically singing songs, telling jokes, just kind of general carousing, trying to put everybody at ease, knowing that you know the night before a big battle, everybody probably feels quite tense. There's this kind of unspoken um, thing that everybody is. waiting for um, that they're really anxious about but he's going around and doing what he can to try to make everybody feel a bit normal um, in this very unnormal situation mm. um, and abnormal, it's, it's, abnormal. it's uh, hugely appreciated a lot of these um, town guard and soldiers are, are pretty nervous they're not as uh, as um, sure of this as some of the other people that have been trained up a lot of these uh, Barovian villagers have literally just been handed pikes and swords and stuff and told to kill anything that breaches um, after you guys leave. Um, and there's not going to be too much in the way of leadership here for them once once you all leave, uh, other than possibly everyone's favourite town guard, <laughs> Greg. <laughs> I mean, I think that, I think that is going to be a big part of what I tell them. When I'm going around, just you know, I, I, I don't think, I don't think you need to worry that much. Greg, <laughs> Greg is up there, and I imagine they all look to the wall, and there he is. Yeah, he's actually looking way better. He's he's had uh, days to uh, recuperate, including some magical healings from the clergy that have helped him out. Uh, he's mm-hmm. back, feeling tip top, and he gladly receives that applause. From uh, from every applause. Wait. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try to start a chant for Greek. <laughs> can I can I roll? Yeah, uh, please. Performance or something. Yeah, please. Americans just sitting there like it's always Greg, 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 isn't it? <laughs> did, you, did you say Greg, Greg, Greg? <laughs> yes. Everyone's like, <laughs> <"Do> you like it. <laughs> no, not Greg, Greg, Greg. Oh, no, I've said it again. Great idea, Mer- great idea, American. <laughs> he's, he's certainly had a, a change in fortunes in the polls, hasn't he? After he got like two fucking votes in the entire city. <laughs> they, they didn't want him as mayor. burgomaster, but you know, to help. No, but he, apparently, like he's his <laughs> mum. God, him and his mum. Simon Barnett of this fucking village. <laughs> Simon Barnett. 
<laughs> Someone um, that we laughs. Have you given us? Have you done the performance? Um, I clicked the button. Oh, it hasn't come up. Oh well, probably a fail. All right, do you want to know what I'm up to? Or <laughs> one second, one minute. I'll click it one more time. Oh, there we go. There we go. Oh, oh you just <laughs> Nat. What was it? Twenty. Great. Greg, Greg, All right, Greg. I'm into it. Okay. 34. Greg, Greg, Greg. A mere, a mere 34. <laughs> Net 20 plus 14. The, the soldiers shit. started this conversation that you were having with them, sort of like helping them out, trying to keep them at ease, quite morose and a little bit downtrodden, heads down, trying to find the bravery. Fast forward like a few minutes, and now they are all just fists to the air, chanting Greg's name in excitement for being led by by Greg to keep their their town uh, safe while you guys are um, out fighting Strahd. It is an absolute raucous time down at the uh, city center right now. Um, American, uh, not American, Morley. What about what about? Greg, Molly? Let's go back to you for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, let's go. Let's go over to Greg. Find out let's see what Greg's up to. <sighs> well, if I can make my way through the bustling crowd, um, <laughs> Molly's going to do two things the night the night before, or the I guess the the late late or the early evening. One, I'm heading to uh, blacksmiths where I can procure some pliers. This is a bit of a symbolic plan that I've got. May never come off, but uh, don't want to be uh, trying to rip a couple of fangs out with my bare hands. Um, <laughs> so I I buy some pliers and keep them in my, my <laughs> coat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number two, whilst I'm at the blacksmiths, I'm going to ask him if he's got any any rings of gold that he can oh. that he can give me. Um, and I, I procure a small, just a plain gold ring. Okay. And I make, and I make my way to see Irina, if she's around, she's um, it's it's quiet in the church at the moment. But that is where Irina is, um, and she's that's where she's spent a lot of the last ten days um, practicing her archery using the braces that Merican gifted her, um, as well as learning some stuff from the clergy, uh, as as well as um, getting more adept with her brother's uh, longsword, um, and that's where you find uh, Irina. In a relatively empty church. Knock, knock. <laughs> she, she just like, she comes <laughs> to the door and opens it. And she's like, Morley, you don't have to knock. Come on in. Thank you. Uh, how's it all going then? Um, that's fantastic. Can I, do, can I show you something? Yeah. Yeah, abs- absolutely. Yeah. You just good. wait right here. And she leaves you sort of okay. just in the, um, the main area of the church as she heads back into uh, one of the bedrooms she's been staying in. And she's in there for like five to ten minutes and you're sort of getting a little impatient, not sure what she's up to. But she comes out and she is dressed uh, in full chain mail with uh, her brother's sword in one hand and her brother's shield in the other. And she's got her bow attached over her left shoulder um, with Merican's bracer on her arm. And she's just looking at you and she's just, she's smiling. She's just so happy. She's like, she says, uh, what do you think? Wow. You, you look amazing and you look like you're going to kick some serious ass. I hope so. That's the whole, that's the whole point. And I think Ismark would be exceptionally proud of you. 
and she just sort of uh, takes a moment to look down at his uh, sword and shield that she's holding. Um, he'll be there. He'll be there as uh, when we head out in spirit. Of course he will. He'll be with us the whole time. Uh, Irina, I, I wanted to ask you something, if I, uh, if I can. Um, yeah, yes. We, we don't know what tomorrow's going to hold, or the day after that, or the day after that even. I don't know really what to expect, but uh, these past, past... Oh, sorry. Uh, you, you know what? Uh, Is it really if we get out, okay? If we get out of this alive, Irina, if we get out of this alive, will you marry me? And he gets down on one knee, and he holds out the gold ring. He's bought um, she is sh- she is shocked, um, and she drops the sword, and she drops the shield, um, and she drops down to her knees in front of you as well. So you, it's you on one knee, her on two knees, facing each other, um, and she starts crying and says, "Of course, of course, Molly." Oh, oh, that's great news. I, I mean, I don't know what, if that's the right thing to say. And she uh, uh, she gives you just a giant kiss on the face. On the face. <laughs> just a big kiss on the face. This is how you know I'm a very romantic guy. Uh, just this kiss on the face. She sucks on my eye. <laughs> she just gives, she places a, a, a kiss on your mouth and she says, I need to show you one more thing. And she oh, she gets what? up okay. and she she heads back Not to the she, she heads back to the bedroom and again there's about a five minute wait before the door just sort of opens up just a little bit and a hand just sneaks through the crack and she just beckons you with one finger all right cat to a fireplace please morley <laughs> goes into the room the door shuts behind you and we leave morley and Irina to have a very romantic evening but what did she show him? <laughs> <laughs> She's just like spread eagle on the bed. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I wish I hadn't asked. Now I'm sorry. Yeah, that was a nice moment up until then. <laughs> wow. Oh, he bought some jacket for the battle now. I thought he was. Yeah. <laughs> If anybody thought Kiwis can't deal with emotion without making jokes, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's going to be like Garth in Waynesburg when he walks down the stairs the next morning. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. <laughs> um, cool. So that is the the night of the ninth. Um, the the morning comes around pretty quickly for everybody. Uh, there's a lot of... Not, not that quickly, though. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, there's a lot of noise outside uh, as people are preparing. And and, 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 uh, <laughs> and where was Father Lucy in this whole time? <laughs> Just oh. up against the door. Up against oh. the door the whole time. It's got one of those glass, like a, yeah. Just under the bed. Drink Just water under glass the bed. Just under the bed. Like some painting in that room with eyes, right? That are like moving. Looking <laughs> around. Yeah. There's going to be two blokes with massive arms on the battlefield today. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so how do we want to deal with the morning? What's the what's the uh, oh, American? Please. I've got something. Um, I want to come up to Morley in the morning and be like, 
I didn't want to bother you last night, you seemed fancy. But uh, do you still have that little thingy thing that brings Brian the zombie? Huh? Yes, the I do. Brian in... the bartering zombie? I thought you were talking about me. It's in my, uh, it's in my leather bag. Wait, what, what have you got made? Uh, a final exchange, if possible. Might be a long shot, but, well, I, I think maybe we could try to obtain a diamond because I feel it could help us. I hope that we do not need it, but diamonds are essential to bringing the dead back to life if necessary. Oh, of course. And Molly Fossick's around. He's a little bit shaky, a little bit kind of... <laughs> <laughs> are you okay, not, Molly? Your legs seem rather wobbly <laughs> this morning. Are you, are you bow-legged? <laughs> Got he really staggers. <laughs> He's making pancakes. <laughs> so, hold on, hold on. I didn't know yeah, you were a smoker, Morley. No, no, uh, no, here it is, here it is. Uh, please, take it, take it. Uh, I certainly wouldn't, wouldn't think I'd have much use for this anymore. Okay, so what I want to ask from the DM is, if we summon uh, this tiger, I mean, this Brian the zombie, I was hoping we could... Give him this tiger in exchange, and I'm going to beseech Brian the zombie for a diamond. I don't know if a tiger's worth a diamond in <clears throat> Brian's crazy world, but it's worth a try. Mmm, that's a that's a that's a big ask, considering it's not your it tiger. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> um, we could definitely try. I mean, the thing is, right? Let's say you do get a diamond. Bringing back someone, someone back to life, is no uh, easy feat here in, in Barovia, anyway. No. So, using mm. a diamond on the out on the battlefield at some point, or during a fight with Strad, may end up with that person being changed in some horribly dark manner. Hmm. Um, wow, well, you got to shoot your shot with Brian. Hmm. Hmm. Um. I'm, you know what? I'm open to it. I'm open to it. Have you got anything else say, that might sweeten that deal? I'm going to say um, American would beseech him for diamonds mm. um, in the hopes of being able to revive someone. Um, if the DM feels this is not, um, this is too valuable, um, diamond dust would also be somewhat useful, although less so. I don't know what else we have to offer, team. What do you, what do you need they diamond can't. dust for? Diamond dust is used with other spells that are less useful, but still. Oh, right, right. Still. Because we still have <laughs> one diamond, right? You guys have a, a diamond. Bill uh, has one? Bill Bill has one, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have one. Okay. It, it's, it's, is this what they call a moonshot? Is that a thing? A Hail Mary? Yeah. It's a moonshot. I don't I know Hail know. Mary. Same, same thing. Okay. Moonshot. Moonshot's a big, big plan. Ah, right, right, right. Um, yes. You know what? You're welcome to uh, ring the bell. Yeah. And it's just a, just a hollow ding. dunk. Um, and one of the, uh, you're, you're in the church, and one of the bedrooms that was previously there now has a, a neon sign over it saying, now open. Okay. I'm going to ask my teammates to come with me. I'm not going to do this alone. Okay. This is, this is like, a, yeah, a serious request. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. For an ace in the hole. All right, you go Indeed. into um, into you open up one of what was normally the, like the the doorway into Father Lucian's bedroom. Now with this now open sign above it, you open it up and see uh, that familiar oddity uh, of of 
Brian's store uh, with these flickering green candles and and, uh, and an empty um, counter and just heaps of little trinkets and oddities adorning the walls. Um, and from uh, a curtain behind the counter, you can hear, Brian! <laughs> Miss this guy. We'll be there soon. Um, and you can hear him sort of fidgeting around the back and uh, soon enough the curtain opens and he staggers out and he's uh, he's lost a few fingers and stuff since the last time you saw him as he is a rotting corpse. Aww. Uh, but he seems to be he seems to be happy to see you. Oh, it's nice to be wanted. How are you? Well, thank you. A little bit nervous, but shaky. <laughs> Just gives you a wink. Right. Oh, oh no! How many people not, know about this? It's not just Strad that's got eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was Brian. I'm gonna turn up to breakfast, and then everyone will just go completely silent. What? What can I do for you? Well, maybe Bill could explain it better than I ever could. But you find us at a chilling time. We require a great thing from you, Brian. We have things to exchange, but we fear for our lives on this day. We're hoping for a miracle from you. What is it that you need from Brian? Diamonds, Brian. Diamonds. Um, and his one eye, because the other one's gone, uh, just widens. Uh, Diamonds. They come at quite a cost. What do you have to trade? You start nervously looking around the party, like hoping that what we've got is is decent. Like an exotic animal, the likes of which you have never seen. Does this pique your interest? It actually does. Quite <gasps> cool. I mean, yeah. Brian <laughs> will barter with anything. Good. Where? Where is this exotic animal? <laughs> um, shall I just describe it to him? Yeah, yeah. Or do we need to like get him to break down his shop and set it up next door to it so we no, can? No, no. Brian's <laughs> Brian's powers are all encompassing. You just need to point him in the oh, right wow. direction. Next stride. <laughs> we we uh, point <laughs> out the direction of of the. <laughs> I was going to say, just see if you can buy, trade, trade Strahd for a diamond. Can we just trade oh my God, can we for a diamond? <laughs> How many Strahds is worth a diamond? Ultimate campaign hack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, so you detail okay. this wagon, I assume, and, and the, what it is, this... It's Saber orange too. and black and yeah. it's got claws and it goes growl and it hates. It absolutely hates and it comes, Stani. And it comes with a wagon. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're going to get rid of the wagon as well? Oh, okay. I like this. <laughs> and some garlic. <laughs> An exotic spice. <laughs> the likes of which you've never seen before. <laughs> they call it garlic. <laughs> I thought you were referring to salt there. <laughs> <laughs> Romans um, loved it. What I'm going to need, I'm going to need a persuasion roll. Since you're all there, we'll do it with advantage, Joe. Uh, Americans, but. Why do I always speak? I was like. <laughs> I was trying to get. Like, I was going to be like, 
hey Bill, can you pitch this to him? Um, because I, I think I'm it's just more fun this crazy. way. <laughs> it's not very fun with a minus one, but I'll do it. Uh, with advantage. Have I rolled? Did roll? Uh, it hasn't yeah, come minus through. Minus one, though. Oh, rude. It didn't come through. No. Well, I've rolled a nine. I'll roll again. Mm-hmm. Why didn't I pass this off to Bill? I was going to. I've rolled a nine and a five minus one. Oof. <laughs> He's, he just sort of, he, he, he looks at you with like a, a bit of a quizzical look. Um... But like he can't deny the fact that like a, there's a there's a wagon, uh, an exotic animal, some garlic. Like there's a lot in this here. Um, uh, he's just gonna he takes. I'm losing one. him, Bill. I should never have spoken. All right, Bill. Bill like cracks his knuckles and steps up. <laughs> says, now look here, Brian. You and I, we both know we're 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 men of the world, aren't we? Very much so. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> um, and we both know the tiger plus the wagon, it's pretty close to the value of a diamond. I'm not saying it's all the way there, but it's pretty dang close. He's like doing the math in his head. <laughs> what we need is a diamond that's worth about a thousand gold pieces. That's what we need. So if you've got a, if you've got a smaller cut somewhere that's maybe not quite the right colouring or whatever, we're not fussy on that sort of detail. We just need one that's worth a thousand gold. Uh, give me well, a persuasion. I've me, only got uh, it worth three hundred. Three hundred gold. That's oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought diamonds were Well, maybe I'm looking at the wrong thing. It was okay with the maybe thousand. Maybe it's, it's probably a, a different spell. Three, I don't know. Maybe each worth three hundred. Maybe it's a smaller diamond required in that, in that in case. this market. Well, it's probably... It's probably a different spell that I've got than um, whatever you're looking at. Possibly. Yeah. So you just after a single 300 GP diamond. Hold on, let me well, do it. I was looking at this. I was looking at the spell called Revivify or Revivify, mm-hmm. which says it uses diamonds worth 300 gold pieces. Okay. But there's probably oh, a yeah. higher level um, yeah, re- yeah, re- uh, reanimation spell. Okay, all right. is I don't think I have. I don't think I have that. Cool. Give me a. I, um, I have that. Give me a persuasion roll. I've only got revivify. Sorry, persuasion roll. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, to be clear, what we're going after is as much as many dimes as he'll give us. Sure. Yeah, maybe yeah, one. Yeah. Maybe one yes. three hundred and one five hundred. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. If, you, if we were close to the one K mark, um, I rolled. Ooh. I rolled a three. Plus 14. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah. That's better um, than a minus one. That is slightly Whoa. better. Um, a little bit. Brian says, let me check the goods. And he um, turns around and opens up the curtain behind him. And what you can see through that curtain now is just a view of uh, the wagon um, out in the lot. Like it's this weird, like he's just opened up this viewing portal out to it. Um, and he's sort of looking it over and... He closes the curtains and opens it up again, and now uh, he can see, like, it's pushed right up to the, the bars of the uh, carriage, and he can see this, and you're seeing it properly for the first time, just the saber-toothed tiger from within uh, the wagon. Um, oh, did I forget to mention, it's a saber-toothed tiger, 
which means it's more valuable. <laughs> and he quickly just <laughs> notes down, uh, he gets out a little piece of paper and a pencil and sort of notes, scribbles some scrawl on a thing. And he turns and he shuts the curtains and he comes back to you and he says, it's not yours, is it? I mean, what really is belongs to anybody, really? Property is theft, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I mean, the clothes I'm wearing, I acquired. <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of an argument is that? <laughs> look, His we personality del- we, was stolen. Look, we delve dungeons professionally for a living. We take the gold, sometimes the magic items. You haven't had any issues with us exchanging those with you before. I'm just, you know, it's what? a little bit of pre. It's a little bit of pre-owned. All right. He's nodding. Pre-owned. I'm um, careful, owner. I'm not here to judge. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he takes a look at this piece of paper in his hand and he reaches down underneath this counter and just brings up just handfuls of gems and diamonds um, and scatters them over onto the on the counter and starts like picking and sorting them with like this gnarled uh, broken stump of a finger off into the corner uh, and he's slowly putting them into little piles and then sweeps all of the larger pile down into his hand and back under the counter and leaves you with um, a selection of, of s- small diamonds. So there's a there's one, uh, the biggest one, which you would probably recognize as a 500 GP diamond. Uh, there's a, a medium one, which would be about 300 GP. And then there's just a couple of 100 GP gems that have sort of um, just thrown in as well. Oh, I wish I'd bloody seen this yesterday. <laughs> well thank you very much Brian we really really appreciate it Um, now I have to figure out what I'm going to do with this tiger Mm. I was going to say we perform a quick background check to make sure that Brian the zombie is providing an ethical uh, safe (laughs) home for the tiger so we're not the bad guys (laughs) Uh, yeah (laughs) Do we not make him sell produce it a certificate. <laughs> 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 Brian no. deals in trade. I'll never financially recover from this, he says, before he disappears. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, is there anything else you need from Brian? I have a question. Shoot. <laughs> Are, is one life equivalent to one life in your system? <laughs> I haven't dealt in lives, Bill. It's a it's a very good question. The weight of a man is uh, ebbs and flows <laughs> with the decisions they make through their lives. What about if we traded a pretty good one for a real shitbag? You give me a good man, and I give you a somehow. If I had one, well, take you. We would take your life. life. Yeah. We would take the terrible one's life, and you would get the you good one. Yeah. Where are you going with this? Well, say we want to. <laughs> like say we wanted you to kill Strad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my mm-hmm. powers are not mm-hmm. that that I could achieve uh, killing anybody. Okay, asked and answered. I I did think uh, that probably would bring be the me case, his but... body though. Maybe we see what we can do. Wow. Yeah. I thought you were going to say if we give him stride, he'll give us this mark or something. Is that what you meant? Uh, no, I was going to oh, see if we, if, one, if I sacrifice myself, if he just kills stride. 
Oh, what? I, whoa. What? Even 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 Brian's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Suicide. Mm-hmm. Right, now right. now knowing that Brian said that he won't do it, Morley is like, I, I would have done the same. <laughs> yeah. Ultimate mm-hmm. sacrifice, Bill. Come on. We can do this. Well oh, and if you, you if you can course. save if you can save any lives on the battlefield, I think it's worth a try, isn't it? Mm. Absolutely. We would have gone through with it too, Morley puts his arm around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what I, if you took the, I, the, both of them? I do have this <laughs> for you, Bill. And he holds out his hand, a closed fist. <laughs> He's not a fist bump. <laughs> All right, um, and he opens his hand uh, and you earn inspiration if you don't already have it. Ooh. Is that, a, that like a shop treat, like a free... Save at the butchers or something. <laughs> uh, for offering yourself in such a noble way. You've impressed oh, Brian today. <laughs> Get out of it, Morley. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just... Uh, Could you wash that married. First, please? Just... Okay. What? You're getting <laughs> married? Might want to know. <laughs> what? How are you getting what? married to? <laughs> oh, gosh. That's right. I haven't told you guys. <laughs> you definitely can't give your life now. Jesus. Oh, I, mean, I can't believe you're going to give your life. Already trying to get out of it. No, no. I mean, you know, I'm getting married one day. I hope. You know? No, no, no. It sounded like you were sincere then. Like you had plans. Who the hell is going to marry you? I mean, who are you going to marry? <laughs> Still yeah. bitter about the time I told you to grow up, I see. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Who, who are you marrying? Well, you may as well all know. Last night, I gave Irina a ring, and I told her that if we make it out of this alive, which, let's be honest, looks increasingly doubtful, mm. will she marry me? And she said yes, Brian. What? Well, such wonderful news. <laughs> and I didn't like know you two were ahead beautiful. of things. Our wedding bill. Molly's starting to write checks with his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say Bill's going to be your best man? Uh, I didn't say that. No, I said I'd like you to perform at the wedding. I'll perform. Mm. I, I had no idea you two were uh, even on uh, on any what? sort of relationship terms. I thought you were going to say speaking to. <laughs> I didn't realise that. we knew each other. <laughs> Brian, you really should pay more attention to the opposite sex. And I really mean that. We're all watching you and Petrina. Why would you be watching me and Petrina? That's weird. Oh, Brian, she's got the hots for you, man. In fact, you might be our best <laughs> chance of not having her turn against us in the heat of the moment. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. I th- obviously, you are having delusions now that you're... Uh, going to get married i think everybody's <laughs> going to get married or something this, I, I don't know how any of this has happened but i i think you obviously lost it but congratulations thanks <laughs> a sincere good wish you'll not find it you've obviously lost it congratulations <laughs> well it's almost closing time um... <laughs> yeah. oh yeah sorry <laughs> Thanks very much, Brian. We really appreciate thought you, it. Thought you might offer a, an engagement gift. It's a, it's a bit of a tradition back where I'm from. Oh, um, and he's like, you've put him on the spot, and he's like getting like under the counter looking for stuff, and he brings up like 
a set of like plates, like really nice plates and cutlery and stuff. He's like, congratulations. Uh, thank oh. you, Brian. That's very <laughs> great. Thank you. That's nice. All the best. Thanks. <laughs> Looks like a full well, set. Now we, ha- now we have to work. <laughs> we can party with Brian at the wedding, all right? Yes. <laughs> oh, it looks like we've got some cutlery for the hero's breakfast. Good news. Very fine plates <laughs> and knives and forks. Mm. Great. Stone Did I tell you that Morley's a quarter Greek? So we'll be <laughs> dancing around at the end session. <laughs> Someone get Zorba the Greek on. Oh. Uh, all right, you guys all leave the um, odd store, uh, head back into the church, and as you close the, the door behind store. you, the, uh, the neon sign fades uh, from existence turning the room back into... I don't know what happens to Father Lucian's room. Like, where, can, if he's in there, can he get out while this weird thing's going on? I'm not sure. Uh, Different plane of yeah, existence, surely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's just trapped. <laughs> he's just trapped. <laughs> he's crushed to death. <laughs> Hello! I am... Um, American. I've got, a, I've got something... Um, I just want to express my concern, though, because while um, those diamonds will enable me to bring someone back to life, it will only bring them back if they have died in the last minute. Okay? And we know the curse is across this land, so minute. tell me now. One minute. Because um, I me put now. him under gentle repose, but I, I think that was like 10 minutes or so after he died. It definitely wasn't in, within a minute of his death. I'm talking about you all. Oh. If you were to die on the battlefield, and the only way to bring you back is to be brought back under the curse of this land, mm-hmm. would you like to be brought back and potentially suffer a personality defect? Yes. Because uh, it's potential that I could come back more powerful. Um, <laughs> that's a bit of a lucky dip, isn't it? I, yeah. don't, I think it's an unlucky dip. I and did if I did at the Wanganui East School Gala and I got three stones and I cried. <laughs> <laughs> at the River exactly. uh, Rivendell. Okay. No, what, what's the Waterdeep. Very close to <laughs> Rivendell. <laughs> the Waterdeep School. Uh, well, that's a sad story. So, would you come back to life, Molly? I have to take the chance. Yes. Bring me back, American, if you can. What if you come back as an asshole, Molly? Well, then you. Who, who's gonna know, eh? Thanks. Eh? <laughs> 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 <an> improvement. <laughs> and you, Bill? Yeah, I mean, I'm already a deeply flawed individual. Why not add on a personality trait? An right, undesirable but I'm killing one. anyone. Killing anyone who comes back evil, okay? <laughs> I, right. I, tr- I trust you. Bring me back after that again. <laughs> yeah, just keep bringing you back until you come back less cursed. Um, Such a reroll. But yeah, ideally, if someone dies, we have to beat Strahd within the next minute and break the curse, and then you can be brought back and not be haunted with something horrible. Mm. Got it. Um, my Kill my re- Come back. my revive spell lasts. Uh, it's not a minute, but it's a bit longer. Okay, Should good. It's the five hundred one though. Mm. Raised dead. One hour. So we have one. Because you get what you pay for. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Bill, you're our default raiser, okay? I'm the backup plan. 
Should I... And gentle repose. Should I prepare gentle repose? Then? I think you should. Does gentle repose slide. stop the clock? Yes. So if you gentle mm. repose them within the minute, then they'll be okay to be yeah. revived with, without a curse? Yes. Well, they might still... Well, I don't, don't know about the curse, but it means that we'll, you can they just revive them. Master. I'm not saying about the curse. I thought you were just saying about um, if it stops the clock on them. On them mm. being able to be revived within a minute or ten minutes, etc. Um, yeah, hopefully this doesn't come up. That's all I'll mm. say. Good to, yeah, good to plan. Up a slot. Um, what's the plan with the uh, hero's feast? Let's get into it. I'm hungry. Okay, I've got a guess. <laughs> so we're going to bed the first, all right? Going to what? Sorry. Bed. Oh, you've already you've already gone through the night. This is the next morning that you've. Oh, right, sorry. Gone. That's all right. I missed that. All right. I've raised 65 skeletons. You, okay, nice. little, um, let's paint a little bit of a picture of walking out of the out of the church. Um, I just about raised the dead as well. You, know. <laughs> you walk out of the church, the, the four of you uh-huh. with um, uh, Irina, uh, Casimir, Petrina, uh, uh, Father Lucian and the abbot, uh, you all exit the church. Coming from the, uh, the sides of the church is just a whole swarm of Baron's uh, skeletal army. Just 65 of these skeletons um, kind of flanking you now um, as you walk out into the streets. Uh, there's a, there's some, a bit of commotion, um, some raucous cheering of voices that you haven't really heard before. And you look over and you see Zuleika uh, with 14 others behind her. Um, and they've been they've been pointed in your direction from the from the town's guard on the western gates. Uh, she's incredibly happy to see you. They're ready to go, but you notice none of them have weaponry of any kind. But they uh, assure you that they're not going to need any. Uh, with what they'll do, uh, with the form that they'll take, oh. they won't they won't need weaponry. Um, and uh, they sort of wait to, to understand where they should be going next um, and you point them off to where sort of the army is amassing and uh, they head off they all sort of just make their pleasantries there's no formal introductions Zuleika's really the only one that you know by name at this point the rest are just there to try and get back uh, Zuleika's husband that's their goal here to fight their way through and get back Zuleika's husband uh, the next thing that you see is um, this, uh, and, th- and there's a lot of, there's actually a few screams that ha- uh, you could hear from uh, towards the Burgermaster's mansion. Um, and people are sort of screaming and running a- away in fear as this cloaked skeletal figure um, starts just walking its way up the streets. And he's kind of just like waving out, uh, don't be afraid. <laughs> Why is everybody afraid? Um, and he's trying to like stop everyone from freaking out. And he sees you all and, and waves uh, waves over to you and and, to, and comes over to the group. Uh, he looks at your army, Baron. It's Exathanta. He sees you. Exe, hello. <laughs> good to see you. Exe, get up, Mark. It's very good to see you, Brian. Um, <sighs> he sees your army and he's like, it is very good to see what you've amassed. Oh, you are coming along well. <laughs> so, big family here. Um, and he says, 
I have some bad news. Oh. The, uh, the dark powers have not taken kindly to me leaving the Amber Temple. They have stripped oh. me of Uh-oh. many of my powers. Oh. What? Um, and you've noticed that he is, uh, <laughs> he is quite weak and, and, and frail. Oh, God. Um, he's just an old man now. No, no, no. He's no. the biggest, biggest ally, I think. He does, he does still have some abilities. He definitely still has spells. And oh, I've, okay. And I've put his, um, uh, his new character sheet in your journals if you want to take a look at what his abilities are now. Um, but they have basically stripped him of half of his, his uh, wizarding powers. Look, um, look, Exathanta. It's just good to have you here with us you know it's, it's 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 risky and i appreciate it after what you have done for me i wouldn't miss this for anything um, and they've promised to give them back when i return oh that's good i didn't realize you were you know, tied to that place so much neither did i the new best voice in the whole campaign it's a learning experience <laughs> What's well, good? It must be good to get outside. You get some air. It's quite a new experience. It's been—I don't even know how long it's been. It's been a while. <laughs> well, all after, right, um, ch- ch- chatty Cathy's. <laughs> just saying, we could have a—you know—if there's anything you want to do while you're out after after this, let me know. Maybe we could go have a look at some sites. Oh, that sounds wonderful. <laughs> okay. Well, he's looking at Brian. Oh like, Lord, what are you doing, man? <laughs> Petrina's sit, sitting there like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Actually, to be fair, Petrina is really interested in this dynamic. Uh, oh, and very interested in the, the fact that this is probably the first lich that she's seen. Um, right. She knows of the power that a lich has and, and is instantly uh, intrigued. Yeah, she's um, going to be like, oh, I love your crown, daddy. You're so strong. <laughs> you guys, that's, that's that, yeah. uh, Petrina, um, have you met? Uh, this is Petrina. This is my friend Petrina. And this is my friend. My Exavanta. friend. Is this Petrina. a... You know, you know this man, do you? Yes, yes. Uh, we're friends from, uh, you know, we helped each other out. And she sidles uh, up adventures. to you. She sidles up to you and sort of like puts uh, an arm, sort of interlocks with your arm. Um, for a moment there, Brian, and says, "Nice to meet you. You look, you look like you might almost be as powerful as Brian here." Um, and Exathanta just laughs, just laughs heartily. Um, you should see me back at my place. Is, is like the only <laughs> response. Actually, Katrina, he does have a great room. It's and an amazing library. Brian, what? What do you mean? That's me on the exothantery. Wow, it's great. It's maybe, great maybe I could introduce him to the revenants. Yeah, and sure. She's I mean. the gold digger. <laughs> 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 um, and she does. She she sort of um, says, "Follow me, exothanter. I'll show you to who you'll be fighting alongside." And um, takes him by the arm as well and leads him off towards where all the armies are amassing. And she looks over uh, her shoulder back at you, uh, Baron, and says, Don't worry, Brian, I'll be back for you. Okay. Brian, <laughs> yes. tell me this. Do you like Petrina? Do you think she is a handsome woman? Handsome? Mm, I hadn't really thought of her in that way. 
What do you ask? I think she thinks Henson. you're a bit of all right. I don't, mm, I don't think so. I'm not getting any vibes <laughs> from her, that's for sure. <laughs> give, me, give me an insight, uh, Ronald Barron. Right, again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. After two don't you make, it's been like a few days since the Don't make me shake you, one. Brian. Is he going to have a moment of realisation or just stay completely clueless? I am I'm really hoping for another one. <laughs> oh, natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> That's just as good. Oh? Uh? <laughs> what? Hold on. It's all clicks. <laughs> yeah, you've pieced everything right all the way back to that first moment in the, the hut. Wait, hold on. How much, how interested mm. in you she's been. How, actually, she has been a lot touchier than you would normally be with anyone else. Been very touchy-feely. My shoulder's tapping me. No, I, I see it now. now. Brian? I do, you I see it. Been, I haven't been talking out of my arse all these days. No, well. <laughs> yes, but, and, but, no, I agree with you, yeah. She's definitely into me. I tell you why she's probably into you because you've somehow in the last week picked up an incredible skill of negging. You're doing it to me all the time. <laughs> really? <laughs> and gaslighting. Amazing. <laughs> he's, he's the fuck boy of the party. <laughs> he's straight away, he's like, I've never been negative towards you, Molly. I can't believe you'd think that. Yeah. You must be delusional. I was just agreeing with you when you said you were going to be an asshole. No, you know... Yes, no, but it, with this 20 insight, do I get any insight into what she's after, like why she yeah, likes I, me? I'll give, you, I'll give you that as well for a nat 20 for sure. Um, you know that she is clearly interested in you because of the power that you have, uh, mm -hmm. your drive for more power, um, and that she likely had seen that kind of drive in Strata at one point um, and is, mm. is now seeing that there might be possibly a, a more grounded person who is, is uh, who has a drive for power. Oh, you mean Exithanto? <laughs> <laughs> He's chill like that, you know? <laughs> He's grounded. He'd be more like Exithanto. <laughs> He's yeah. ambitious. Well, you know what? Yeah, no, I... Now I think about it, if I, you know... But, uh, <laughs> she's powerful as well, you know. We could make a power couple. I'm kind of seeing something. Maybe I'll, I'll mull that over. Um, you guys have well, got a, a mental note. We'll we'll seat them together at the feast. I was about to say we've got a feast to uh, partake in. A hero's um, brunch, if you will. A hero's brunch. Who wants to? I want you guys to tell me. You guys all head to this the uh, the town centre, right? There, is, or there was already word that there was going to be a uh, sort of a pre-march um, pre celebration of sorts. And there's already... Yeah, but they're not allowed to touch our food, by the way. No, no, no. And they know that there is a, a, <laughs> there is a, a, a table, a hero's table, laid out and ready for you when you arrive in the, in the village centre. Um, and people are already uh, partaking in their own food 
uh, and drink and celebrating your own much worse food. Terrible. <laughs> Nothing oh. will endear <laughs> yeah. us to the common man like having an extraordinary <laughs> feast in the town square that they can only Yeah, have. in front of them. <laughs> it's just yeah. glowing with, with like amazing steam yeah. coming off and smells. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> so how does this happen? How does mm, this unfold? The best food I've ever tasted. Um, like okay, Skeksis. so first of all, uh, we prepared a guest list, okay? Mm-hmm. So the hero's feast, and here's the plot twist that no one saw coming, guys. Mm-hmm. I thought that we could fit a guest list of 12, but it's whoever calls forth the great feast plus 12. That's right, another spot at the table just opened up. Who will it be? It's like Jesus. Blinsky. Oh Let's get Blinsky in there. Last <laughs> supper. Okay. So oh, we've, we've got no. a bonus seat at the table. <laughs> we thought Judas? we could have 12. We thought we could have 12 people total. Oh, Greg's just but like looking over at the table. Oh, don't say his name. It's Greg just bringing the like, <laughs> He wanders over. Oh, I heard you had a spare seat there. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little empty. Okay. Let, let me read the guest not list. Not like for I everyone, have much okay? to eat of my own over oh, here at this other table God. of mine. He's not there. Anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the guest list we have so far, everyone. Okay. We got Merican. She's in. Morley. Byron. Bill. Okay, obviously. We've got the four. Irina. Mm-hmm. Katrina. Casimir. The Abbot. Esmeralda. Van Richten. Father Lucian. And. Exothanta and plus one, which we haven't got. Ian. Have I the werewolf anyone? lady? Do we have the werewolf lady? Oh, Zuleika. Oh, yeah. Get her at the no. table. <laughs> I'm just looking at her. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Her or one of the were ravens, maybe, or. Oh, um, Davian's son. What a good idea. <laughs> one of the faceless dusk elves. Just anyone but Greg. Just pick one of them. Uh, it's good to have yeah. one from each faction, right? But, you know, on, honestly. Greg, I know that this is a bit of a joke and everything, but Greg um, <laughs> would be good because he's going to stay home and with the guards and protect the village, right? That's a good uh, in case a, it's a that is a good point, Baron. No, it isn't. It's a stupid point. <laughs> he's not going to be with us in the battle, so the buff is useless. Well, I imagine nah. that he could attack the entire. You know, Strad could attack the town with forces that will come home victorious and find everyone killed and you think greg Evans and greg alone gonna... <laughs> well, he, yeah. you know he's going to be the leader of the he's leading it yeah he's the leader of the, of the resistance of the lucky right? well, what is turning the into a nightmare american what is the breakfast yeah, um <laughs> i like that it's just a breakfast like... now it's just some like toast marmalade no 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 it's eggs benedict oh it sounds like paddington beer's gonna be rolling up. <laughs> He can come in anything but Greg. <laughs> um, Get it on a call. The croissant. He was the Okay, so here's the rules of it, okay? Um, first of all, the food and drink is magnificent. Um, the feast takes one hour to consume and disappears at the end of that time, and the beneficial effects don't set in until this hour is over. You've got to eat for an hour. Uh, God, that sounds tiring. French. No, it's, it's delicious. The food's magnificent. <laughs> Stop making the move. hero's feast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, you're horribly bloated. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. A creature that partakes of the feast gains several benefits. The creature is cured of all diseases and poison. 
becomes immune to poison and being frightened and makes all wisdom saving throws with advantage. Its hit point maximum also increases by 2d10 and it gains the same number of hit points. These benefits last for 24 hours. That's pretty good. Fucking good feast. That's how I feel after a good spinning. Indian. The Velaki big breakfast is uh, about to be served. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the Kransky. <laughs> um, all right, so you've got your 12 people. Who's going to be the, the last at the table? Baron's putting a vote forward for Greg. Even empty. I am surprised, <laughs> but I am putting a vote for Greg. Just for the home team. I will vote Zuleika and like I think that will be more useful, genuinely. <laughs> Unbiased opinion. You've got a chanting of Greg kicking up from the soldiers now. Zuleika. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I just feel like Bill's the one that's starting the, the chant as well. <laughs> you did this, Bill. Bill, who would you want at the yeah, table? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm chanting. <laughs> All right, so Are you chanting? Got, so we've got two the votes Greg. for Greg. Oh. But I, I do say, to be honest, he's he's not going with us to war. His responsibility is here, and I think probably best used on, as much as it pains me to say it, <laughs> best used on somebody who is um, yeah, going to actually war. coming with us. Yeah, hundred mm. percent. Can can Morley just have a second serving or something instead of inviting Greg <laughs> to the table? Heaps <laughs> of HP. Genuinely, why don't we give it to um, Zuleika or Periwimple? <gasps> Periwimple, oh my god. He looks like he could put it away as well. Yeah, <laughs> half of the table is <laughs> Oh, this is going to stop us in our tracks making this decision. We can just say there is only 12 spots at the table. No. You don't have to utilize. No. no? Zuleika, who, um, who are you saying? I'm going with Morley. It's like, Zuleika, she's risked her life and her pack at great cost to mm. their their safety. Okay. She deserves respect for that. So we've got two for Zuleika, one for Greg. Bill, who, who's your vote for? Um, we'll go Zuleika. That's who we have, the 13th <laughs> spot. The invitation uh, the invitation goes out to Zuleika and she uh, is absolutely Gives up his spot for Greg. <laughs> She's like, I couldn't. I couldn't. Let's Greg, please come over here. So wrong. <laughs> I was great the whole time, bitch. <laughs> uh, she gladly t- offers, uh, takes that offer uh, and, and joins you at the table. Who's got the scroll? Who's going to cast this spell and create this magnificent uh, feast? It is a druid's uh, and cleric spell. Mm-hmm. So I figured I'd do it. Okay. Please detail it for us. Never used a scroll before. Is, is, is it like, um, well, oh no, what if there's a chance it fails? Don't tell oh, me that. What, it, is on, it is on my spell. Slip. It's on my spell list. If but it's on your level spell list it? and it's at a level you can do, then it'll just be automatic. Oh, what a relief. Imagine putting all this hype into it and you'd be like, roll your d20. <laughs> there is no feast. Just <laughs> 13 people at the table just going, oh. <laughs> it's okay. lunch and sandwiches. They're not even good lunch. <laughs> okay, I, um, I'm going to take the scroll out with a flourish. I'm going to slap it down on this large table and I'm going to roll it out along the table. But somehow, as it unfurls, it becomes a tablecloth that begins to cover the entire table. 
and magical food springs up on top of that tablecloth. It is magnificent food, the likes of which your average Barovian would never see. Don't mean to rub it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and she says that. It's it is. With <laughs> taste. It's got candles. Oh, that's nice. That's that a nice, nice. touch. Um, you're getting a lot of looks as well, but they understand this is this is more than just a, a meal. This is to empower the fight uh, against Strahd. So this it says heroes feast, not villagers feast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Petrina sits herself next to to you, Brian, during uh, at the table, and obviously Irina next to Morley. The um, Petrina, Hello, Petrina during this hour's feast. Um, Keep sort of just hinting at wanting to, you know, fight alongside you. She doesn't want to just be out on the battlefield. She wants to be there when Strata's taken out. She understands. Uh, I know it's it's up to all of you. I, I understand. I just I just want to see. I just want to see how powerful you are, Brian. That sounds very appropriate, Petrina. And I'd like to see how you handle yourself. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen my 65 skeletons? <laughs> and I point to the... To, uh, I preferred it when he was wave. clueless. <laughs> and this is horrible to watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to see how you handle yourself, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this, this is not... I don't think he's feeling... There's no, like, attraction to Petrina. It's... Uh, it is also a mutual power thing. Ah, nice. Um, yeah, it's not like, oh, she likes me. Oh, all of a sudden, oh, she's sexy. No, it's, uh, yeah, I'm thinking about this in a power thing. And all the skeletons wave back. And that's the thing. You are obsessed with <laughs> you are obsessed with power. And so I can totally understand the Baron looking at her as, a, as an item of power that, that could be very useful. <laughs> yes, it is a curse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, great. Is, uh, is other than just eating for the next hour, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is what the spell requires. Um, it doesn't say you have to continuously, continuously be eating. Oh my god! You're you eating talk mountains and stuff. mountains of food. You're all okay. going to get like the stitch just walking out of like Valaki as well. <laughs> Oh, okay, like at least tell us what the food is. No, you, you have to tell me what the food is. Okay, everyone has to name what, like, dish. what would be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. What would be in your magnificent feast? Ribs, so it's mostly bones. <laughs> For breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> mostly bones, everyone's perfect idea of a rib. <laughs> <laughs> Mine, I imagine the feast is like in Hook. And my thing is get that I'm going to add to it is the rainbow coloured goo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like. <laughs> you like the Rufio of Barovia. No, no, you've cursed him. Rufio dies. No. Oh, oh, what? oh. does he? <laughs> Spoilers for a 20 year old. Spoilers for a 30 year old movie, 30 plus year old movie. Hmm. This may be a great here. Um, Morley, what would what's Morley's? Uh, what would he be amazed to see in this magnificent feast? Um, you know those little triangle hash browns. 
so like so like a pl like a plate's worth of those like in a circle and then like another layer slightly offset and then another layer slightly offset again so it's like okay like, like starting out of a hash brown tower and then it moves to streaky bacon doing the same thing building up this tower and then um and then it's just loads of poached eggs in the middle and then it's all just covered oh. in covered in a, a tarragon citrus hollandaise is that and, just uh, on Morley's plate, or is that in the middle yeah, for just, everyone? Just to on Morley's, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then next to it, a piccolo latte, <laughs> 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 and then I'll just be wolfing that down. Completely changed now. <laughs> we're engaged. We're make a cup of tea, will you love? He's taking you for granted immediately. <laughs> <laughs> She's well, like, and a salad oh, for her. <laughs> could I have some of your hash browns, Molly? No, these are mine. If you wanted them, um, you would have ordered some. <laughs> Talk silly, love. Go on. Put us a bath for you. My fucking feet are killing me, love. Oh, what, about, what about American? What would be at the table for American? Um, I'm definitely eating those hot chips, but there's also like the most luscious fruit salad. That's it. Hot chips it's like, <laughs> it's dessert. It's a together, magnificent yummy. feast. Together you got to have some scope. Yes, yeah, chips is a main. Like dessert. And then chips the uh, is fruit is a dessert. It's perfect. Maybe some, yeah, just like a, there's a spread involved. Okay. okay. Nutella. <laughs> it's a spread. It's a spread. <laughs> <laughs> you, have to, you have to like uh, put, arrange or apples on one like. Mm, no, no apples. oranges. That's good. There's nothing as pedestrian as apples in it. It's all the finest berries <laughs> oh, and, and, and oh. melons and such. No. It's like a, what would you see in an elven village or something? Fruit salad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Perfect. Berries, the, the exotic berries, the likes of which you've never seen. She just keeps good, saying that. The, good the, berries the, and good berries. <laughs> The, uh, the smell of the food is amazing. The taste of the food is just as amazing. And you spend the next hour um, talking, planning, and eating this this hero's feast. Uh, an hour passes. You all feel amazing. You each get to roll 2d10, I believe, and add and increase your max HP by that amount for the next 24 hours. Okay. Also, if anyone's feeling a bit sick, they're cured of that. Well, that's funny because like oh. eating for an hour probably made you feel a little sick as well. But you, you're no, cured for that. No, we didn't eat continuously. <laughs> it doesn't say anything about picking out. It okay. Cures it. Okay. So we get sick, but we get cured. Um, whoever. Oh, damn, I rolled a four. four I was I was going to say to make this worthwhile, whoever rolls the highest, everyone's going to get. Oh. So at the oh, at the moment good. you're sitting at a sixteen. Wait a second. Oh, 18 and a 17. 2d10. 2d10. 2d20. Good on you. <laughs> 2d10, is it? Well, yeah. yeah, but we're taking the highest roll, right? It's like, yeah, I'm rolling uh, 5d100s. Uh, we'll get that. Oh, I got a 4 and a 10. All right, so 14. everybody gets a boost of 16 HP. I'll take okay. it. Okay. All right, and Should this I just is... put on temp? Uh, I guess, I guess. I put mine so on temp. It is not temp, but I think it would be confusing. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's an increased. Yeah, game master, game yes. master. Um, any chance I could trouble you for? Oh, this is so cheeky, but we're just going into the fight for our lives. Could I trouble you for an inspiration for proposing for, to? <laughs> Look, Irene? I'll tell you what. I'll say I'll add on top 
I want everyone, thanks to this hero's feast, to have gained inspiration. I want you all to be going so into no. this. So e eating breakfast is as good as proposing no. to Okay, all right. Cool. Got it anyway. Thanks. Cool. Cheers. Adam, Adam, you can have an extra one that you can trigger as well for the for the proposal. Really? That was, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so this, this yeah, has worked yeah. out. What a, oh, man, this is reinforcing bad behavior. Um, I love it. I propose to Bill. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. Oof. The feast is, is over. Everybody has uh, prepared... Uh, gone off into groups and is is waiting at the eastern gates now um, and when you walk out of that town center and look off to those east gates you see now hundreds of people there waiting for your direction waiting to march on Ravenloft and waiting to destroy Strahd there are clerics and spiders and dusk elves there are archers and swordsmen. Um, there are werewolves, currently in human form. Um, and there are revenants. They're all just waiting for you now. I think we yeah, need to say something. <laughs> yeah. Who's going to lead this this march? Well, the, the party, right? And the party's going to all rock, walk out together? Yes. Yes. Yeah, but you're good. <laughs> I hate to bring up the Dependence Day again for that. <laughs> channel something like that that'd be good yeah feel free to UFO. feel free to um, chip in as well but I'll start pacing are, are we on horses or something uh, I can you can ride around on some skeletons yeah I mean the, there's there's not horses for everyone that's for sure I mean for the party though uh, you're welcome yeah there'll be enough uh, horses for the for the main four I guess I'll cool. grab a horse just like sailing a boat so easy <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the um, so I think before we all march out the, the four of us are sort of standing in front of this army that we've um, brought together and I'm just going to sort of look to the right and look to the left um, at our party and just feel really um, grateful and proud of what we've achieved so far um, and just step out in front of the army and just say the time has come. That bastard, Strad von Zarevich, the tyrant who's kept you down, who's beaten you, who's frightened you, who's kept you in your homes. It's time for him to come to an end. It's time for Barovia to stand up. And we will stand with you, Barovia. I'm just going to raise the Whoa! blood spear up. And there's oh, Barovia! massive eruption of cheering and, and chanting out of Barovia in return to your call uh, and the gates behind you the barricades get moved to the side and the gates open um, leading east out of Velaki we immediately fall to the back <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, we can, can we just sneak out <laughs> just sneak out Guys, the mists are still open. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck to them. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Perry Wimple can lead us. <laughs> and his uncle Perry is his uncle joining us. Uh, his uncle is not joining. He's he's staying within the um, the walls of Velaki to help out there. He's Good very call. he's All very right. old and frail. He's not going to be too helpful. Good. Mm. Did he bring any marked up goods to Velaki? 
That's right. Price gouging when we It's wartime prices it is. <laughs> um, but the, the chanting is just over and over, Barovia, Barovia, and then they start all chanting um, just this cacophony of your names, just the Molly, Molly, just different sections of the crowd are all chanting out each of your the heroes' names. Um, Molly's loving it. Um, but what I've done is I've taught scales to the clerics. <laughs> And so they're going. (laughs) 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 They're all harmonizing with each other. Yeah. Um, So it's bell, bell, bell. (laughs) (laughs) And the moment that you turn to head out of the gates, the clouds uh, darken. Um, Strata's clearly aware of the movements uh, outside of the Velaki gates. and rain starts to slowly fall down onto you, just to make that journey to Ravenloft even harder. Purple rain. <laughs> yes. There's mm. um the obviously this entire time you've got that that thrumming of the purple light from uh, um, Argenvost Holt pulsating out over uh, Velaki this entire Velaki. time. It's only That's ever true. given more strength to to the people of um, Barovia and Velaki, um, and it's about. Four, four and a half hours in, we finally uh, get to the top of the hill. Because this whole journey back to the gates uh, near the crossroads where you very first met Strahd um, is just an uphill journey, winding its way up the uh, through the Svelich Woods, out into this hillside with the windmill um, standing empty now. Uh, and the rain's pouring down. And you get to a point at the top of that hill where now you're so high up and there are so, other different, so many different hills and mountains in the way now that the, the purple light is no longer reaching you. But when you look over your shoulders back over the, over the valley, you can see just it lighting up the lower parts of the valley. Um, you reach those enormous gates uh, and just like previously, they automatically open. This time, the feeling that they give you is a little more ominous. The welcoming into the, this part of Barovia um, has, has a heaviness to it now. Um, and, you, and you make it to that crossroads. And you stop at those crossroads. And you, the path behind you leading you back to Velaki. The path to your right, heading south and then off to the east, back to the village of Barovia. Um, and then the path in front of you. And you can see well off in the distance now, Castle Ravenloft and its imposing, imposing figure. By the time you reach this part of um, Barovia, the rain is really coming down now. It's, it's absolutely pouring down. There is thunder and lightning uh, in the skies above you. Um, but you. But you push on. The army continues its march uh, east as the terrain... Uh, becomes more difficult with mud uh, piling up in the rain. What I will get you all to do, I'm just going to bring you onto um, a different map here. Uh, and this is where we're going to take a little look at the the layout of where everything is. The sort of the format for, uh, obviously as you're getting nearer, there's the conversation of, well, we don't know when the opposing army is going to appear. It could be at any point now. 
Um, and so it's about getting into formation, making sure everyone is where they need to be. Uh, so based on some conversations we've had, I've kind of put this together. Um, but if we want to make any other adjustments, now is the time. So we've got the... These uh, trees on the sides. Yes, yes, there are. Um, and... Are, they, are you able to move through them, or it's like we're yeah, on the road here? This isn't like the Svelich Woods. This isn't thick with trees. This, these are the kind of trees that are just dotted around, uh, so easy to get around. Uh -huh. Okay. So we've got revenants up the front. Uh, we've built them in tokens of, um, so groups of five. We've got uh, clerics on your left. If, we're, if you're looking towards uh, where the path is heading, uh, and werewolves on your right, also in pack, uh, little groups of five. We've got dusk elves on spiders. Uh, we have ravens flying over here. Um, uh, and, uh, it looks like they're, they've been given a cue to turn into like the hybrid form so that they can um, utilize uh, the many uh, holy water bombs that have been created, basically. Uh, the skeletons, an army of 65 marching directly in front of you. You have the heroes, uh, your group. And then behind you, you have a good 120-odd soldiers um, following in behind you. Is that, do we think that's about what we're looking for? Mm -hmm. I are think there, it looks good. Are there any last minute changes we'd like to make last requests Shannon's probably got the best well idea. yeah well I think it looks good um, we were slightly worried about getting firebombed again <clears throat> so yeah we would spread, we'll spread out, out. Okay. feel free or you guys have control over all of the tokens uh, you have access to all of the stat sheets as well for all of these groups um, where you will see uh, a bunch of different move sets because what we're going to do when this battle does kick in, we're going to be moving into 10 minute rounds instead of six second rounds. We're going to move into you giving a specific group a task. Uh, it will be an automatic hit because over 10 minutes, obviously there will be some hits and misses and it's just a roll for damage. Um, and that will be dependent on just how well they do in that 10 minutes. Each individual icon will get an individual role as well. So you can imagine uh, the turn order could be pretty intense. Uh, if you wanted to do, if you wanted to have all one group, so if, if we take the revenants, for example, you've got three tokens, each of five revenants. If you wanted them all to attack with melee attacks, then we'd just do three quick mm -hmm. rolls just to get that out of the way. If you wanted... Uh, some Barovians to charge in and attack with their swords and some to stay back. It might take a little bit longer, but it's up to you guys how you want to move, use, and incorporate uh, your army. You are the tacticians here. Um, it's also, because we're doing 10-minute rounds, uh, you're welcome to intersperse at, uh, the action at any time with what your characters might be doing or might want to do or, or uh, as mentioned previously there might be a moment where you want to do the, uh, the ritual that you've talked about um, to teleport into Ravenloft depending on what's going on so just let me know otherwise mm -hmm. we're just going to keep this battle going um, 
So, uh, and the, the only other thing that I think is probably worthwhile mentioning right now is you may want to save your game now because from here <laughs> on in, uh, there's no turning back. There will be likely no chance for any long rests from here on in. So you're saying we can save scum if we um, don't like the result. Got it. <laughs> you'll be like, your character dies. Um, I load the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we using the the measurements? Are they accurate or just... Oh, whoops. Um, I believe they're accurate. Let's have a quick Quite roughly. Look. Yep, they are accurate. Just wondering. They are accurate. Okay. So um, you'll also notice if you bring up like your skeletons, for example, um, Baron... Uh, they have, uh, so if they use their short bow, uh, I've got two different roles. Okay, this goes for every every uh, different group. They've got uh, an over level of HP and an under level of HP. What that signifies is when they're over that level of HP, they've got more of them there. If they get knocked down under that level of HP, some have died. Uh, and so now their attacks are weaker and you need to use that weaker attack. Um, in, the, in the case of the short bows for your skeletons, the range still plays a thing. Normally it would be at disadvantage over 80 feet. This time it's just a different roll. So you'd use 40d10 if you were within range, or you'd use 20d10 if you're out of range. Or okay. past range, I guess. So I've done a lot, I've done a lot of work to try and uh, give you yeah. as much fidelity on these tokens as you want. Um, Is there a quick way to open up their character sheets? Do you hold... Just a button shift, and double click them. Shift and double click. Um, or you'll find them all at the very top of your journal. So they're, yep, which will just be one nice click away as well. But so that's a good way to do it. Shift, double click. Shift, okay. double click. Wow, that's cool. Um, We've got oh. werewolves. Uh, do they look like werewolves currently? Uh, they're still in human form. They are, they are ready to um, change into... What, what, would, what would their cue be? To, for both the were-ravens uh, and the uh, werewolves to take their hybrid form or their wolf form. Well, is it just I the moment they see enemies? Is that yeah. just going to be it? Well, here's the thing. Is there any way... Is Are these forces omnipotent? We get the... I mean, omniscient. Do they know that they are werewolves? Or will they be fooled into thinking that they are normal people. Do the werewolves know they're werewolves? No, not the werewolves, but Strahd's forces, you oh, know, right, Hayden seems right. to know everything. Right. Um, Strahd, I don't know if Strahd, Strahd would know would. too much about huh. the werewolves at this point. Uh, he probably knows there's been some conversations. He probably would have noticed a group of people arriving um, from, uh, like, into Valaki. Because the one thing that... <laughs> Very good. <laughs> oh, my God, they're from a Wellington craft BSC. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, the one thing we don't really have is the element of surprise. So that might help, you know. Or if they, they go, oh, that looks like a weak flank. We'll attack that, and then boom, they'll turn right. to werewolves. That'll be great. And also, same with the ravens. Like, uh, rather than them having them fly around, it'd be good if they all hid in some trees as normal birds mm. um, and then uh, the yeah. we don't know if we're going to mm -hmm. get attacked yet 
So then they're, they're going to be flying along with us until something presents itself, right? What do yeah, you think? If they could an enemy of... comes, they should go into the trees and act like birds and then survive. <laughs> oh, I mean, like we could have a couple of birds go ahead and see if there's any enemies oh, yeah. or anything like that that they spot. But I'd say like they if see, they're all dispersed. They'll see like an army approaching, right? Presumably. Yeah, or, or even if it's a big massive fog, that would be suspicious as well. But like that would be a surprise to enemies they a whole bunch of they won't be suspecting anything from the air and then all of a sudden out of the trees comes a whole bunch of hybrid were ravens that'd be cool Sun Zoo. I would assume oh. that Strad is well aware that the were ravens exist he would yeah I'm just wondering yeah. if his uh, his um, peons depends who he's put out there you know that's the unknown because we think he might control he might mind control lesser beings right like vampire spawn and stuff or do we think that they act independently oh like the skeletons and he can control exactly what they do yeah or do we we just think that they're all I thought Vampire Spawn, he'd be telling them what to do and they'd do it. Yeah, yeah, that'd that'd be accurate. So there's probably been some conversations had about what to expect. And look, if you see some bearded people, they're probably werewolves. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, if you hear a lot of cawing coming from the trees, (laughs) I I would say, yeah, let's let's have some scouts and also just keep, keep whoever we can, you know, under our hats. Right, right. So keep them as in, in uh, human form for the, as in regards to the werewolves as long as yeah. possible. Until um, until they are attacked. Yeah, perfect. You know, like someone's coming towards them, they think they got the advantage. All of a sudden, they turn into slathering beasts yeah, and yeah. Uh, rip them apart. Okay, cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, we can do that. And the were ravens in flittering from tree to tree. Sure. Who's the were ravens? How are they going to get their holy water bombs? Oh, oh yeah, sorry. So in that which case, they probably had to be the whole the whole time. They would have to be in in hybrid form to keep their well. No, I mean some skeletons can carry them if they they're big. Okay. Yeah, but then and they have to spend an action. Getting they will them have to spend an action. Surprise. Yeah, I think they should be fully loaded. Is that a full ten minutes? They'd have to come <laughs> down from the sky. They'd have to t- t- uh, yeah, yeah. transform. They'd have to uh, equip all of their gear from the skeletons. The skeletons would also be oh, out of that's action. because they're naked, aren't they? They are. <laughs> I forgot about that. All right. Yeah, okay. Hybrid, fully loaded ravens circling above. What we might do is send one single regular bird raven out in front as the scout. And when it sees anything on the horizon, it circles back and gives us a special... <laughs> we do okay. that. Okay, great. It's like the Lord of the Rings. Okay, so after um, so you do that. The um, you've got now these. <laughs> you do it. The uh, ravens are in hybrid format. They've got these little uh, slings that have um, these these water uh, holy water potions hanging water off bombs. them. Water bombs. Yeah. Water bombs. Rainbow colored. Um, if yeah. you take if you take a look at uh, the um, stat block for them. What you'll see is they each each group 
have a holy water attack. Okay, so that can be used once per group. It's an all-out bombing. Okay, that can be their one action for 10 minutes. And it effectively just showers them. Uh, and if they are dropped onto fiends or undead, they take, they take 40 D6 uh, radiant damage. It can only be used once, but you've got uh, three groups that each can do it once. So get to know the different groups. By the way, is uh, is any specific person going to be taking control of any specific groups? Is that has that been thought about, or is it um, discuss and that might take a bit longer if we're trying to discuss every move? So is it going to be best for maybe you know American to take the the dusk elves and spiders, and Bill to take the clerics, uh, and maybe the werewolves, and um, Baron to take the the revenants and uh, skeletons and maybe the Barovians and the Ravens for Morley. Is that going to be a good way to? Is that what? Does that make sense, or is there a different selection people would want? I was. Gonna, I think you almost nailed it. But I was going to control the Ravens, and I think the Barovians would be marching to Irina's okay. tune, and perhaps as a group, we'll decide what Irina would do. Okay, perfect. Which also brings me on to Irina as well. At some point, very soon. I'm going to hand that to someone, that, her to someone um, as well, just to make sure that you guys are choosing the right moves at the right time. Is Petrina next to us? Pat- Martina. Expecto <laughs> <laughs> uh, Petrina. At the moment, the plan was to have Petrina and Casimir up alongside the Dusk Elves. Uh, is mm. that still the plan, despite Petrina wanting to? She was just to... talking about wanting to hang out with us. She does. She does want to. That's fine by me. Why does she want it so bad, though? That's so weird. You know. It's because she is power hungry, right? That's yeah, but it. what's that going to do, being next to you? Like, reflected glory. She's not bloody Christopher Luxon. She's, you know. <laughs> <laughs> she better not be. <laughs> I'm, I'm completely going off her now. That's going to really throw a spanner in the romantic relationship if she's, like, a middle-aged, bald white man. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not John Key. Well, I think she has a lot of powerful attacks. So yeah, okay. should we spread out a bit more? And yeah, she's not a she's not a Christopher Luxon. She's more of a um, Judith Collins type, really. At the end of the day, isn't she? <laughs> she, she has the same. Please no. Um, <laughs> It's true. (laughs) Here's the question. So it's 10 minutes. How much do they move? I know it says 30 feet, but they're not moving 30 feet in 10 minutes, right? No, there's there's not going to be, like I said, so each 10 minutes, we're just going to give them an action, and that includes uh, movement. So you might say we're going to move them forward and attack, um, yeah. or, and then move them like retreat I guess uh, if yeah. there's room to retreat to because they will on their turns be storming in to, to chase yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking like the ravens we're not going to go that's the ravens soon they get to move like 30 feet no 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 it's they, not gonna be 30 I imagine feet. they can move quite far right? they can basically do whatever the hell they want For, in okay. 10 minutes they could circle this entire map multiple times so cool. we'll, we'll just have specific moves. Yeah, we'll, I'll be calling in bombing strafes when when we identify a target that will be vulnerable to holy water. Yeah, there will still be um, uh, opportunity attacks. So uh, obviously, uh, strafing over the top is fine because you know there's no 
distance where you can easily attack back. But if you run forward, attack, and then retreat, on the retreat, they you will offer an opportunity for them to attack back. We don't want any Pegasus Knight being shot down by an archer <laughs> situation, though. No, no. Triggered. Please. <laughs> um, one you, hit. You send um, one of the were-ravens in raven form out towards the east as you continue marching in the format that we now have. Um, after winding through the forest and craggy mountain peaks, the road takes a sudden turn to the east and the startling, awesome presence of Castle Ravenloft now towers before you. The raven returns cawing wild, wildly and in the distance now, now that you've turned this corner, a lowered drawbridge of old, shored-up wooden beams stretches across the chasm between you and the archway to the courtyard. The chains of the drawbridge creak in the wind, their rust-eaten iron straining under the weight of the army marching towards you. From here, you can see what looks to be a, just dozens of, of hounds with fiery throats and muzzles sent from hell themselves, being led by armoured undead clutching swords. Baron, you recognise them instantly as whites. Uh, there are armored, uh, with, uh, they've got armoured soldiers next to them as well. Behind them, a similarly sized group of vampire spawn, snarling teeth beard, with another wall of short bow wielding whites behind them. You try to spot anyone leading this army, any sign of Isaac, or Isaac, Rahadin or Strad, uh, and are interrupted by the sound of a horn blowing from within Ravenloft. The horn, the sound of that horn, is slowly drowned out by the ever-growing sound of chirping from a dark cloud growing ever bigger and bigger. Thousands of bats pour from Ravenloft overhead as the army before you picks up its pace. They're charging towards us, are we? Are they? They are. And that's... And oh, damn. Seeing... I thought they were charging away. <laughs> seeing, seeing that and looking around at the rest of the army and people starting to get nervous, I just start clanking my spear on the ground and, and rhythms. Jump, jump, jump and motion for the clerics to join in and then just doosh, doosh, doosh. Awesome. The, the, the thunderous sound and rhythmic sound of everyone stamping their weapons down into the dirt around you echoes back at the uh, cacophony of sounds coming from the east. Um, what, what's what's their pace like? Is it, they're, they're crossing a bridge right yeah yeah they're, they're, they are now charging uh full speed towards you and it will only be a minute before they are in front of you so we can't rush towards them and you could keep them halfway most on the bridge that would be good if, if no if the, 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 bridge is, the, like, the bridge is like they're already on the bridge and they're already like hitting pouring out okay all right, all right. Yeah, yeah yeah if you're if you're fast you might be able to leave some of them still on the bridge, but for the most part, um, you'll be meeting just outside the bridge entrance. We can move our formation forward as fast as possible, and so some mm. of them are stuck on the bridge. That would be the best. 
Let me just. Um, oh. Me... What do they call that? We bottleneck them. Is that the plan? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they won't be able to use all their forces. Uh, yeah. Molly. I just want to cast Blade Ward on myself. I've had it the entire campaign. And I've never used it. It's a cantrip. What? Is, yeah. What is it? Blade Ward. Okay. What does it do? What does um, it do? I extend my hand and trace a sigil of warding in the air. Until the end of my next turn, I have resistance against bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage dealt by weapon attacks. Okay. Um, and just... Oh, let's have a look. We can just grab this. Um, you all charge forwards to try and meet them um, at the bridge. Can I do like Morley and do a, a guidance on myself real quick? Um, I, I will state that for the for the um, for, since we're dealing with ten minute rounds, it's more likely that your role while on the battlefield is strategizing the groups. I haven't built ten minute round actions for you guys, so you're welcome to to cast guidance and stuff. But I don't want if it's going to cost you a spell slot. I don't want. I'd, I'd like it's a cantrip. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. For, by all means, then. Okay. <laughs> and it's very, very weak. I'm <laughs> going one. to plus one to what the hell I do in the next minute. This is, what level, this is what level 11 is all about, guys. Rolling yeah. ones <laughs> for protection. You meet them uh, as you run towards uh, the army to try and meet them on the bridge.